0: 103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles now presents Southeastern Indiana's longest-running and most-listened-to sports show, Coach's Corner, broadcasting from the Coach Raver Corner at Ison's Family Pizza.
1: Also, a big thank you to Gehrings, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Bruns Gutsweller, Margaret Mary Health, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, SCI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana R.E.M.C., Herton Elko, and Decatur County Memorial Hospital for sponsoring Coach's Corner. I'm Tom Snapen for Terrence Arney, and this evening we'll talk Batesville football with Evan Ulry, Batesville Cross Country with Coach Lisa Galsman and seniors Sophie Myers and Madison Ray Schulte, and Oldenburg Academy Girls Soccer with Coach Andrew Oleg. Before we launch into the program, we want to congratulate Coach Tom Meyer and the Batesville Grills golf team on their sixth-place finish in the 18-team field at the IHSAA State Finals over the weekend at Prairie View Golf Club in Carmel. A special tip of the cap to freshman Ava South, who carded a two-day total of 152, which was good for third overall. South's efforts also earned her a spot on the first-team All-State list. Senior Emma Weiler closed out her fantastic career with a 19th-place finish. Weiler shot a 160 over two days and was selected to the Coaches Association All State team for a fourth consecutive year. Addison Weiler finished with a two day total of 172, while Josie Meyer had a 177, and senior Madison Pullman finished with a 212. Well done, ladies. Before we begin tonight's proceedings, let's take this time out and hear from our sponsors. You're listening to Coach's Corner delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI and WRBIRadio.com.
2: It's back. Our delicious chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville. The savory pizza with white garlic sauce, seasoned chicken, mozzarella provolone cheese, tomatoes, and fresh basil, all on our fresh in-house made dough. Mmm, mmm. Come try this or any of Batesville's best pizza at 117 East George Street, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333. Isons Family Pizza's famous chicken bruschetta pizza is back.
3: Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Gehrings, 316 North Main,
5: Lace up your running shoes and join Margaret Mary Health Saturday, November 12th for the Girls on the Run 5K. This non-competitive event brings together girls from area counties for a morning of fun and fitness. All proceeds benefit Girls on the Run, an after-school program designed to teach girls the importance of self-esteem and exercise. This year's event will be held at Margaret Mary's Cancer Center in Batesville. To register, visit G-O-T-R of mmhealth.org.
0: Back to more Coach's Corner. Delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Get out and uh, support the teams in your area. We all deserve your attendance and appreciate you being there. On 103.9 WRBI.
1: And we're joined by the head football coach of the Batesville Bulldogs, Evan Ulry, And uh, Coach... Um... Coming off a, a nice win, a twenty-one to seven win on Friday night over the Greensburg Pirates, and uh, uh, of course uh, you recapped it during our uh, post-game interview. But if you can kind of give a brief synopsis on uh, your thoughts on uh, Friday night's win?
6: Yeah, I just overall thought it was a you know a good effort, you know, um, on both sides of the football. I thought we, um, for the most part, were fairly clean in our special teams. You know, going three for three on all of our PATs with a. Uh, which quietly our freshman kicker, Brady one else had a pretty good year. Um, you know, but, uh, yeah, I thought our defense um, kind of bent uh, a couple times in the game, definitely been on that uh, first drive where Greensburg drove it down, and, um, you know, but we were able to come up with a big stop, and I thought really after that drive our, our defense uh, really settled in and, and really forced Greensburg, I think, you know, to uh, – so they really grind it out, and they weren't getting as many of those chunk plays as they were in the first uh, first drive. Um, other than the big pass play that we gave up right before halftime, uh, which was their long touchdown, I thought our defense overall played played a pretty good game. And was able to force some turnovers and uh, gave our offense some shorter fields, and uh, and our offense was able to find the end zone. You know, and uh, that was uh, it's been a been a struggle. You know, our offense has uh, kind of struggled here. The last few weeks but uh it was nice to kind of see a good balance uh run and throw and um you know just finishing finishing some drives um and uh, you know so overall i just felt like it was a good team effort
1: and of course uh, looking forward to this week it is uh, week eight uh, travel up to uh, brookville to take on the franklin county wildcats a a young team by all accounts but uh, uh, still seems like they've been uh, quite competitive this year
6: yeah, I think um, there's a lot of similarities. To be honest, uh, with with you know, West group up in you know, with Franklin County and our group, you know, they're they're sophomore heavy. We're sophomore heavy. Um, they got a sophomore quarterback who's really talented. We got a sophomore quarterback who's pretty talented, and um, you know, and they've got they got they got some sprinkled in juniors and seniors here, and uh, some guys that you know we've seen and played playing for a few years as well. So, um, you know, I think it's a a very well evenly matched game. I think two teams that are very very similar. Um, you know, offensively, we do a lot of things very similar, um, and then defensively, um, again, same thing. I think teams. You know, we've both have shown moments of really been able to slow teams down, and you know, and you know, we've had times where we've given some things up. I think both of our defensive units, um, just in watching all their games, and you know, um, over the course of the year, uh, they've they've improved. You know, they they've. Uh, I thought they. Did a pretty good job against Lawrenceburg, you know, a couple weeks ago, um, you know, and then slowing them down um, and holding them to 28 points, and and then uh, you know they shut down Greensburg for the most part. gave up one touchdown, and then uh, last week, um, you know, they were right there with South Dearborn for four quarters. Um, you know, ended up giving up 20 points and a couple of those uh, being in, in, in the fourth quarter. So, um, uh, you know, again, I've been. Been impressed on on Wes's um, his team and how they've kind of continued to grow uh, all season with a young group. So um, you know we're gonna have our hands full. Uh, that the leaves um, a tough tough task to go up to Brookville and went on the road. So, but we're definitely excited. You know, coming off a, a nice win against a rival and uh, playing another you know in, in some eyes you know another uh, similar rival uh, in, in Franklin County.
1: And, of course also um uh, until uh, next year they'll they'll be on the uh, synthetic turf but uh once again uh for uh, one of those rare occasions uh, your team has to play on grass this year i mean uh, uh when you go from uh, transition from uh, from synthetic turf to grass and then back i mean does that create any special challenges for your guys
0: yeah,
6: not really i i mean uh the nice thing is is we have we have a luxury that we've been Practicing on um, our grass practice field a lot this year, so I know a lot of our prep this week um, will probably just be on grass um, instead of the turf. We may use the turf sometimes for some convenience, but um, you know, but not not really. A lot of it's just some sometimes some footing, you know, and, and the playing conditions. But uh, you know, usually Franklin County does a really good job with their field. You know, like our other one was was Rushville earlier in the year, and it was actually. Russia was a little tougher because I think we were coming off a decent amount of rain. Even though it didn't rain that night, it was still pretty soft. But uh, usually, footing is really the only thing that you kind of, um, you know, get a little um, curious about. Um, But uh, but yeah, so you know, I think for the most part, you know, our guys have played enough games on natural natural surfaces that uh, shouldn't be much
3: of a transition.
1: And of course, uh, in uh, Rushville, is, uh, that was you know Batesville being their fourth straight home game out of the chute. So I imagine that uh, you know the grass was probably uh, you know it was pretty well chewed up uh, from what uh, from what I could tell. So, but uh, but but uh, yeah. Um, so again, uh, that'll be uh, Batesville at Franklin County this Friday night, and uh, we'll have it for you on wrbi radio dot com. Airtime around uh, six forty five with Terrence Arney and yours truly. And then uh, looking ahead, uh, see the, an adjustment to the schedule, the uh, final uh, regular season game of the year on uh, in uh, Week 9, Connersville moved to uh, Saturday morning, October 15th, at 11 a.m. Was there any particular reason why the game got shifted to Saturday morning?
6: Um, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, you know, I think mean, most people in the area, or most people in the state know the issue with, with refs, and so we just kind of ran into a. Uh, a scheduling conflict uh, with a crew and um, had to just reschedule that game. Uh, really just, unfortunately, you know, I know Mr. Helvey worked his butt off to try to find a way to, to make that game on, on a Friday and um, just to no avail, you know, after a couple weeks of trying. So um, we're going to, you know, safely just have to kind of move that game to Saturday. So that way our boys, you know, still get the opportunity to play and um, and our seniors, our eight seniors get an opportunity to um, have their senior day. Um but that's kind of really the main reason. I mean, uh, you really don't want to, you know, um, come on. Now, I guess it would be kind of a shorter week going into sectional, but at least we'll know our opponent and still be able to prepare. And, and you know, and it's, uh, you know, just a half day, I guess you say, difference from playing from Friday night to, to Saturday morning. So um, that's the reason, you know, a little unfortunate, but uh, kind of it, it is what it is, um, you know, and we're just still thankful to, you know, like I said, have a, have the opportunity to play the game on
1: Saturday. Indeed, and uh, honor your seniors as well. So, again, that will be um, uh, Connorsville at Batesville, a game on Saturday morning, October 15th at 11 a.m. And uh, you mentioned it, the sectional, uh, coming up uh, the draw Sunday at 5 p.m. Now, uh, will the team gather uh, somewhere and uh, watch the sectional draw? Uh, we'll,
6: we'll discuss. I mean, I know we've, we've done some things in the past. Um, you know, sometimes just certain groups will do it. It's, it's a little bit harder with football, you know, um, yeah. you know, to, to do certain things and COVID had, had made some things difficult there for a couple of years. So, um, you know, we'll have a conversation, you know, here early and see what the guys, uh, would like to do. And, um, you know, I know like myself and others, I don't know we usually, um, play a close eye on that kind of just curious of what it looks like and what that path's gonna be going in through you know
1: November. All right. So uh, again that'll be the uh, sectional draw Sunday night at five PM and uh, you know it'd be interesting to see where uh, teams end up, who they'll be playing and so forth. Um Evan Alry, anything else uh, before we let you go?
6: No, I just uh thank you know uh, everybody who's came out and supported us so far this year. It's been uh you know it's definitely been up and down and we were kind of just uh, you know, happy to finally put on a, a good show uh, in front of our home crowds after a couple couple games uh, that weren't uh, as I'm sure enjoyable for our fans. But we had a nice crowd out Friday and just appreciate everyone for their support. And, um, you know, and our turnover hunger programs continue to do well. And then the last I saw going into last week, we were almost $12,000 raised. Um, you know, that's a joint effort with Milan and I know we got a couple more turnovers on Friday as well to help with that cause. So, just again, just uh, appreciate everyone and their support. And uh, if you get a chance, you know, go make a donation to the you know, Turnover Hunger Program and, and that campaign of helping uh, all of our local uh, area kids uh, who may need that extra help over the weekends.
1: All right. Well, uh, Evan Ulrey, head coach of the Batesville Bulldog football team, we appreciate your time uh, this evening on Coach's Corner. And uh, we will talk to you uh, Friday night uh, up at Franklin County. All right. Thank you. All right. Once again, our thanks to Coach Evan Olry of the Batesville Bulldogs for uh, joining us on Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. We'll have more after this on one hundred three point nine WRBI.
2: It's back. Our delicious chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville. The savory pizza with white garlic sauce, seasoned chicken, mozzarella, provolone cheese, tomatoes, and fresh basil, all on our fresh in-house made dough. Mmm. Come try this or any of Batesville's best pizza at 117 East George Street, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333. Isons Family Pizza's famous chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox dealer, is turning 50. Hi, this is Scott Lamping. Hurt and Elko is a team-oriented company. I want to thank our entire team, past and present, for making Hurt and Elko the leading provider of electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling in southeastern Indiana. And to all of our customers from the last century, on behalf of all of us here at Hurt and Elko, we appreciate the faith you put in us and we'll never take it for granted. Hurt and Elko, your local
1: Lennox dealer celebrating 50 years of excellence. Live and work at high speed with Great Plains Communications. We have the reliable fiber-driven solutions to fit the expanding needs of your home or business, including internet, streaming video, security, managed Wi-Fi, voice, and more. Sign up today and experience the difference that comes from working with a local provider with over a century of experience serving homes and businesses in Indiana and beyond. Log on to gpcom.com to learn more. Speeds and service availability may vary. Other restrictions and limitations may apply.
3: We are here for you. At George's, we have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology, nebulizers, and more. Our professional staff will answer all of your questions and make you or your loved one feel at ease with whatever challenges you're faced with. Ask for us. Let our family take care of yours.
0: Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues. I want to thank all of our guests, thank all of our sponsors, thank Eisen's for allowing us to be here. Thank all of you for listening in. From 103.9 WRBI.
1: And we are joined at this time by Lisa Galsman, the girls' cross-country coach at Batesville High School, along with two of her senior runners, Sophie Myers. And Madison Ray Schulte, and uh, good evening, and uh, how's everybody doing on this uh, glorious Monday evening?
5: Hey, we're great. That The humidity has dropped and the temperature is starting to feel a little more like fall. Makes better for,
1: for running. Indeed. And uh, that, that's the thing, that uh, the challenge that uh, you deal with, uh, I'm sure, early August and September and so forth, that uh, you got to put them through their paces, and, uh, and uh, not only uh, during uh, practices and so forth, but during meets, that's got to be quite the challenge.
5: Yeah, I mean, it can be. So even though we run in the evenings, sometimes in the mornings, um, this weather still hasn't fared that great. But the last couple of weeks have been much, much better. So that has been good. Now we uh, get to the harvesting season. So people with allergies have to deal with that. But the temperature has been nice.
1: And uh, that's that's the thing with the uh, athletes, always a uh, challenge no matter what the case may be. And, uh, and of course, uh, recently, uh, Lisa, the um, girls uh, coming in uh, second place in the Batesville Invitational. Uh, can you kind of give us a rundown on uh, your thoughts on that particular meet?
5: Um, we we uh, just came off of also conference um, and getting second in conference. The girls did, and the boys were third. Um, so it was a quick turnaround because our conference was Saturday. Um, and then our Batesville invite was Tuesday, so it is a quick turnaround for them. Um and I was very pleased because we had a lot of I think we had um like eighteen that either had personal best or personal best for the season on Saturday and then we had thirteen come back and do the same thing on Tuesday and that's um, you know, that's pretty impressive that that, that they can turn around and do that real quick. Um we did come in second again, right, for the girls and we got closer. We got closer to East Central. So we were very pleased with our performance. Um, and same with the boys. So the boys did a good job, too. And uh, overall, at this point,
1: uh, your thoughts on uh, the way your uh, teams have performed uh, and, uh, you know, your thoughts as in the, in, uh, the season starts to wind down.
5: Uh, we're, we're definitely um, headed in the right direction, right? So we've had a lot of PRs week after week, not all the same people, but um I'm really excited to see our times continue to decrease, and you know we're trusting the process, and hopefully that by this Saturday, which is sectionals, um, you know that they'll see that those will be one of their best times of the year, continuing on into regionals and so forth.
1: Okay, and then of course, uh, as you mentioned, sectional uh, coming up, and uh, uh, where will that be, and uh, how many teams are participating?
5: Um, sectionals is at Moore's Hill. Mm -hmm. Elementary, which is um, well, really is no longer, but um, that's South Dearborn hosts it, so it's over there. Uh, The girls will run at nine thirty, and the boys to follow. Um, Great question. Uh, Thirteen, maybe teams. I think, Mm -hmm. Um, and top five go. You have to be in the top five as a team to move on to regionals, and then the next ten individuals that do not advance as a team get to go on individually
1: okay so that's the, again the breakdown of the uh, that'll be the sectional that'll be at moores hill elementary that's uh, hosted by uh, south dearborn and uh we want to turn our attention to our uh, our senior runners and uh, and first up there'll be uh, sophie myers and sophie can you tell us a little bit about uh, how you got involved in running and uh you know the fact that the uh, you're you know your last go around as a high schooler uh, your thoughts on the you know, what you look to do and so forth.
7: I started getting into running in middle school because of um, our gym teacher, Mr. Suits. He um, thought I was pretty fast (laughs) during gym and he wanted me on the team. Um, I kind of stuck with it and then I've been doing it for seven years now. (laughs) Um, I have really enjoyed it so far and yeah. Okay.
1: And uh, what would you say is uh, maybe your favorite uh, meet or where you feel like you uh, really accomplished a lot or at least uh, turned a corner as far as uh, your running is concerned
7: Um, my favorite meet would probably be the riverview health Um, it's up in carmel it's where middle school state was and then just coming back to it kind of brings back a lot of memories Um, it's a tough course there's a challenging teams it makes me really push myself and i've gotten some of my best times there
1: okay and then um, as far as your future uh, what are you looking to do
7: I'm looking to go to college, um, possibly IU or Miami Oxford.
1: Okay, Miami University. That's a good school. Yes, sir. (laughs) Hey, I know why. (laughs) A little personal bias there, shall we say? (laughs) Yep. So, um, and then, uh, are you looking to uh, continue your uh, running career, Sophie?
7: Um, Not in college, but on my own definitely i would like to keep running for sure
1: okay well if you do go to miami now there there are some great hills around the area particularly around brown road and that general area around oxford so uh yeah definitely uh, i I don't know about iu but uh, I, I can speak to miami that uh in fact around the the oxford area there's some really good running areas so and then uh again uh, what are you uh, looking to study in college
7: um i'm looking to study interior design
1: okay All right. Excellent. Uh, Anything else uh, before we uh, let you off the hook?
7: Um, Not really. I'm just really proud of the team and how far we've come this year. And I've gotten to be really close with the girls. And it's just they're my own family now.
1: All right. Excellent. Well, I appreciate you coming on, uh, Sophie Myers. And uh, now we'll bring uh, Madison Ray Schulte into the proceedings. And uh, Madison, how did you get involved in running?
4: I've been running for a really long time. Um, my parents started running and I got into it with them when I was eight or nine years old. Um, I started with just running on my own, trying to run a 5K in every county. And then once I got into high school, I wanted to be able to compete at a higher level. So I joined the cross country team.
1: Oh, excellent. And I kind of remember you uh, running in uh, all the, um, the, uh, the meets around the area. Now, uh, can you tell us uh, what uh, your takeaways were from that experience?
4: Yeah, starting running at a really young age, it taught me um, a lot of keeping on track of what I need to do, um, just making a plan and trying to just compete with myself since I didn't have a team. And so when I was able to join a team in high school, um, that was definitely a new experience, but I'm glad I had already um, had my own motivation so that I could help the team too.
1: Okay. And then as far as um, a particular meet in high school, was there one that you felt that you uh, you uh, maybe accomplished something you hadn't before, or there was a you overcame a special challenge or anything like that. Anything like that stands out to you?
4: Yeah, I always love the regional meet uh, at Franklin Community in Shelbyville. Um, that's always the race where I always do the best, and it's the race where the team always competes the best because we have the most competition at that meet. Um, my two fastest times are from that meet, my freshman and sophomore year, and so I'm excited to go back there this year
1: okay now what happened junior year <laughs> or,
4: i had a, i had a fast time but it wasn't up to where my sophomore year time was <laughs>
1: okay all right well still you know it sounds like you sound like you got the job done but uh, that that's great that uh so um i mean you mentioned the the competition stepping up do you think that there's any other reason why at uh, regional uh, you personally and your team uh, seems to do better there
4: Yeah, so as a team, we do training to try to peak at a certain time, and so um, training all the way since uh, the end of May, uh, beginning of June, uh, at this point, we are peaking, and so this is where, as a team, we tend to do our best, and so um, hopefully this year, we can do the same.
1: Okay, and as far as uh, future plans, uh, what are you looking to do?
4: Um, I'm planning to study nursing at Marion University.
1: Okay, excellent. And um, of course, you're uh, two of the three seniors, and uh, I understand we have a third senior, uh, Coach Galsman. Yes, we do. Okay, and uh, who might that be?
4: Um, her name's Ava Hansen.
1: Okay, well, sorry that uh, Ava couldn't be with us uh, this evening, but uh, we appreciate uh, her efforts and also both of yours efforts, and for coming in and uh, you know facing the music, so to speak. And we'll turn it over uh, back to uh, Coach Galsman for one uh, final uh, go-round here. Uh, Anything else uh, before we uh, wrap things up here, uh, Coach, and uh, let you get back to it?
5: Um, You know, I just want to say that I am proud of both of our teams, the boys and the girls. The boys, we only have nine. um, But the exciting part with the boys is we don't have any seniors, so all of them will be coming back. Um, They've been continuing to decrease their time as well. Um, they do have a really tough challenge ahead of them that's different than we've normally had. Um, just getting out of sectionals is not going to be an easy feat for them, um, really, because we're not very deep at all. And um, just secondly, there are a lot of um, great boys' teams out there this year. So, um, but I look forward to that, and I know that they'll step up to the challenge. And same with the girls. We're looking to, um, you know, head back to regionals and try to defend our regional title, um, again, it's it's never easy, and we do have, you know, some other teams that have gotten better this year, too, so um, really looking forward to that, and I do have another senior that is a manager, I just want to mention her, sure. so Hope Crowen. Um she's, um, she was with, has been with us for four years, but she's um, had some injuries, and so she decided that running maybe um, isn't the best for her, but she stayed with us as our manager, so we appreciate that. Okay, and again, so. her name? uh hope crowing hope, all right mm-hmm. excellent
1: well like good uh hope uh even though she couldn't run she stuck with the program yeah. that's that's great um and then uh getting back to uh the boys program and uh i mean obviously uh you know the fact that uh you know on one hand not having seniors but at the same time you still have uh you know something to look forward to in the future
5: yes absolutely and so i think they know that and Um, they know that this season and they can feed off of that for next year and recruit. There you go. (laughs) Recruiting to get some more. There you go. (laughs) I do want to give a shout out to our, um, middle school. So our middle school has been doing really well too. Um, and they went to the state meet this past Saturday at Terre Haute and our girls placed fifth overall, which is, um, huge out of, I think it was 33 teams, um, and they're they're really um, doing really well and having a successful program so um, D Raver is kind of heading heads that up um, so we appreciate that
1: Looking yeah. forward to the future there you go and, that, and that's uh, you know we talked about that uh, looking toward uh, you know building up the uh, eventually the varsity program and uh, so sounds like uh, cross country is in good hands at uh, both Batesville high School and Batesville middle school so. Mm-hmm all right excellent well coach uh, lisa galsman also uh seniors sophie myers and mass and ray schulte we appreciate uh, your time this evening uh, continued success to you and uh, hopefully uh, we uh, have you once again on coach's corner okay thank you all right that is uh, again uh, batesville cross country coach lisa galsman also uh, her senior girls runners sophie myers and mass and ray schulte and uh, we appreciate their time this evening and we will be back with more Coach's Corner on 103.9 WRBI delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. It's back. Our delicious chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Cecil
2: Ison from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville. The savory pizza with white garlic sauce, seasoned chicken, mozzarella provolone cheese, tomatoes, and fresh basil, all on our fresh in house made dough. Mmm, mmm. Come try this or any of Batesville's best pizza at 117 East George Street, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333. Isons Family Pizza's famous chicken bruschetta pizza is back!
3: Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers. gearings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garing's today. Whirlpool and Garing's 316 North Main, Batesville.
7: Decatur County Memorial Hospital's Women's Care welcomes board-certified OBGYN Dr. Jamie Cooper. Dr. Cooper joins Dr. Tresca and Dr. Israel in supporting the health and wellness needs of women throughout their lives. Visit their website, dcmh.net, or call DCMH Women's Care at 812-222-2273 for more information. Decatur County Memorial Hospital, the quality care you want close by.
0: You are tuned to Coach's Corner. We want to thank uh,
1: Cecil and his crew here at Dyson's Pizza for allowing us to be here. We want to thank all of our sponsors who make this all possible go out and support them because not only do they make things like this possible they keep your communities going and that's very very important
0: 103.9 wrvi
1: i'm tom snapin for terrence arney this evening and we are now joined by andrew oleg the oldenburg academy girls soccer coach and uh, good evening to you andrew how are you doing this evening good how are you thank oh. you for having me well um, you're welcome it's good to have you and uh I'll tell you what, uh, OA girls Soccer, they've had uh, quite the year this year, Andrew.
8: Yeah, we just finished off our uh, regular season. We were 11-3-1, which is a, a three-game improvement win from last year. And uh, we've scored, I think, uh, 51 goals this season, which if you would have told me at the beginning of the season, I would have been probably laughed at you because uh, last year, we, that was our big issue of scoring. But this year, uh, we've been scoring goals and we've kept a lot of uh, clean sheets and we've been we've been doing pretty well. And we can definitely see as a team we've grown just from last season as well and have been playing a lot better.
1: Excellent. And then uh, on top of that, number ten in the uh, Indiana Soccer uh, Coaches Association poll. Yeah. So uh, this is the the highest it's been since
8: I've been the coach. Last year it started off as uh, they start off like pre-ranked or the preseason ranking as nine. And then we started off uh, the second or third week we I assigned, But 10 has been we're a consistent point, which has always been uh, my goal. It's like, okay, let's see if we can get into that top 10 and maintain being in that top 10. Obviously, we'd like to be a little bit higher. But at the bare minimum, to try to stay in that top 10 uh, area is always something nice to see because it shows not only in the area, but in the state, you're recognized to be one of the better
1: teams in the class. And uh, you mentioned <clears throat> uh, goal scoring this year and. the Is there any particular thing that you can maybe put your finger on, Andrew, that you feel has uh, has, uh, been cause for the increased goal scoring this year? I think just
8: playing together as a team, I think this year compared to last year, they're working together more to try to score a goal rather than people just being like, okay, I'm going to be the one to score a goal. And if I'm not the one that scores it, we're not going to score. But rather, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm more willing to set up my teammate for an assist if they're in a better opportunity to score. rather than me forcing the, the shot, if even if my teammate has the better option to shoot, but rather playing together, working together, because I think our top uh, two goal scorers are also the top two assisters, and the, uh, they just play back and forth off each other, playing like one-two passes and uh, playing each other through on goal, and that's how uh, we end up scoring. So I think there's a lot more of that compared to last year, and a lot more sort of like positive runs towards the goal. And I think this year, I think the, uh, the, the players themselves also went into it like, yeah, last year we couldn't score. Let's try to change that. Especially this group of seniors, they wanted, they wanted, I think, to change that uh, sort of mentality. And I think that also ha- contributes to why we've scored uh, so much this year.
1: And uh, of course, I'm sure a lot of that uh, attributed to uh, the passing game as well. The fact that uh, mm-hmm. you know you're, you're uh, doing a lot of passing and uh, seeing the uh, the open uh, girl, and then uh, taking it from there. Yeah, I think this year, especially, like uh, people
8: like tell me all the time, like, "Oh, this is." Th- Maybe not the best like skilled team that we have, but definitely the best like team in terms of how they play that uh, that they've had, and and I just from watching like I can like they play together really well. They, the team has good chemistry, and I think that makes it easier to like be more willing to okay pass the ball and uh, actually look for people rather than just trying to maybe be a little bit more selfish. But especially this year, I think that the girls have done really really well of just again working together playing together as a team and, and just passing the ball well uh at the beginning of the year like I would come up with goals that I want the team to accomplish for every game and at the beginning they were just like oh I started off I was like all right I want 50 passes completed uh this game and I'd count like 10-15 minutes in and we already have it <laughs> and so I'd have to start increasing the numbers to eventually I'm like all right guys let's just get like a hundred and then See how it goes there. Find your dad more the second half, <laughs> but it just, just things like that was like good to improvement to see throughout the years. Like, oh well, start off with like fifty, <laughs> now we're at a hundred, <laughs> and um, it's always nice to see that sort of improvement as well as like seeing them like pushing them to try to get a
1: little bit more. All right, excellent. Uh, we were talking to Andrew Ollig, the Oldenburg Academy girls soccer coach, and uh, of course, uh, offense is one component of it. Uh, defense is another, and uh, the reason why. Uh, Eleven, three, and one on the year, and then uh, ranked tenth in the uh, Soccer Coaches Association poll. And uh, you uh, speak to the uh, the defense uh, that your uh, girls have played this year. So the defense has has done really well Uh,
8: this past year. We lost uh, uh, three of our uh, starting defense, two to uh, from graduating, and then one uh, had an injury that they ended up uh, not being able to play this year. But so, like going into it, like the defense was the worry spot because that's three big areas that need to be filled. And but this year, like we we have uh, we have a freshman stepping up, and then uh, a ju- uh, two juniors uh, stepping up as well, who really took into that role and fit into that role uh, perfectly, and have, have played really really well together and uh, communicate well with one another. And I think it helps that they're all close friends off the field as well. So obviously that communication factor that helps with that. But just they're, they play they play well together. They have a good chemistry, and uh, that, that that helps obviously keep the because the communication in the defense is is key. Like if you one person's not on the on that right page you know someone's wide open and gives them an easy goal so I think just communication wise and then just I think we have some good leaders back there as well uh who who want to push the defense just that little bit forward as well to make sure that yeah like if we lose it's not because we it's not because we let the goals in it's because the offense can score <laughs> and uh th- because they want they don't want that to be be like, oh, well, the offense scored, well, we made mistakes or whatever. They want it to be like, oh, well, we played a good game, but we unfortunately just couldn't, couldn't score on the offensive side. But yeah, they, they've been playing really, really well, working uh, working together, playing off each other, uh, making sure that they're covering each other, which was, I think, a, a big issue last year that they had where someone would, would pressure, and then it'd, it'd go over their head, or someone would beat them, and nobody would be there. So they're covering each other a lot more, communicating, um, and I think that has contributed to, to how well they're doing uh, this year.
1: Right. And uh now um, in soccer do you have that where uh, somebody comes over and helps, you know, some help side defense if you will? Do you have, do you have a lot of uh,
8: that? so there's a shifting that, that kind of goes on. It's I don't think it's as like uh I'm thinking of like basketball where like if mm-hmm. like you like switch men or whatever you're in yep. the mint. Yep. Uh, I don't think it's like as like noticeable as that. But it's uh, more like if, like, okay, if we if we have the ball on one side, then maybe one of the outside defenders might push up a little bit, and obviously the defense needs to shift over, and then they need to be able to quickly shift over. If they play it, uh, if the offense plays it to one side, whoever's closest to the ball needs to be, be sure to step. One person needs to come in and cover, and then two people need to kind of be there to balance that way if, if they get beat. So the person pressuring obviously goes to stop the ball. The cover person does what it, like covers it to make sure that no one. If they do get, if that first person does get beat, that they're not through on goal or that, that there's another person there to stop them. And then the two people who are balance are just like, okay, if they play the ball to another option, they cannot be that person to cover or basically be like that extra line backward if, if that first person also gets beat as well. So there's that kind of uh, thing like in basketball, but I don't think it's as like noticeable or prevalent, but more like just like they need to learn how to like, defense as a team. Rather than, oh, okay, I'm just going to play defense versus my man to man offense. Uh, but rather, it's like, oh, okay, us four need to collectively not let the ball get past us rather than just,
1: I can't let this person get the ball. <laughs> okay. All right. Excellent. And then um, as far as your, uh, your team is concerned, uh, who have been uh, some of your uh, top contributors this year? Uh,
8: so Jalen Stanger and Evelyn Storms uh, both have, um, they're both seniors on the team and both captains have contributed. Uh, I think it's 22. 22- goal contributions this year so i think they i think jalen has scored i think 17 goals and then 15 assists and i think evelyn's the other way around i think it's 15 assists and 17 goals or something around there so which that again has like just been huge for us because i can go going into the season we kind of had this like oh we we couldn't score last year uh and so going into this year like being able to say like oh we have two goal scorers who uh have contributed more goals than the rest of our team managed to combine last year. It's just a good thing to see Then Ashley Borgman's our uh, goalie has come up and uh, has come up with some big saves and some big games this year, uh, especially that first game versus Lawrenceburg where we won uh, 2-1, just coming up big to keep us in the game uh, early on, and then uh, more recently uh, like uh, Greenfield Central or South Dearborn, they had some chances early on that if they would have scored, it could have killed the game. Uh, or killed our mentality but uh, kept us in it and allowed us to keep going and uh keep pushing for the win. Now, unfortunately Greenfield Central we didn't get the win, but it was still you know, she still kept us into the, in the game when it could have got out of hand at some point. So um and then Rachel Lamping in terms of defense uh was the only returning uh starting defender from last year uh has led the de- uh, led the defense or the team uh in steals and has basically helped keep that back line together and really has like been the leader on the back line, making sure, like, okay, we're all staying connected, we're all working together, and we're not going to let the ball get past us or let the goalie have to do something, but rather stepping up to make sure
1: uh, we get the job done. Okay, and then, of course, you mentioned goalkeepers, mm-hmm. and uh, how about uh, um, who, um, who uh, tends the nets for you? Uh, Ashley Borgman. She's a senior uh, and is a, another captain on the team. All right, and then uh, looking forward to, of course, you got the sectional uh, round coming up Thursday at Milan, seven p.m. Don't know who your opponent is yet, but uh, as far as uh, the two possibilities, uh, who are they, and uh, what do you expect from them? So
8: uh, we play the winner of Milan versus Switzerland County, and they play at, at Tuesday uh, evening at five thirty, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I expect that to be a good game, especially uh, Milan at being at home. I don't know how recently the, the sectional has been changing, but I think, I don't know if it started this year or not, but like being able to host the sectional and say, okay, we want to win it on our home field. So I think it'll be huge for them, a huge moment for them. And then Switzerland counties is always a good team who, uh, they took it off, uh, last year, the w- winning the, the whole thing. And so kind of w- wanting to get that revenge back, uh, uh, this year would be good, but at the same time, Milan's, I think going to be a good test for him again, especially on that uh, home field. And then Playing on the turf, which is also something new comp- uh, from the past couple years, I think is also going to play a little bit of a factor to see how well can those teams adjust to having to play on grass majority of the season, to now playing on turf and uh, uh, being able to play the tournament that way against uh, some teams, and how will teams kind of cope with the uh, more offensive pressure they'll probably have uh, with the turf. But I think I think tomorrow um, with the milan cyrus game will be a good game, and then I look forward uh, T- late tomorrow night to see who who will play on Thursday and start uh, really dialing down to
1: adjusting to, to our strategy, who we're going to play. Okay. And then, uh, so again, that will be uh, Thursday night at Milan, 7 p.m., Oldenburg Academy against the Milan-Switzerland County winner. And uh, those two teams will uh, meet up tomorrow night over at the T P And uh, as far as um, – You mentioned field turf. I mean, has your have your has your team played uh, many games or any games at all on field turf this year? We've played, I think,
8: four games on turf. Our like preseason scrimmage game uh, at Trine Central was on turf. Then we played Lawrenceburg on turf, Heritage Christian on turf, and uh, South Dearborn on turf. And it's good. Last year uh, we struggled with playing on turf. but this year, we've seen to be doing really, really well. And I think it, it helps suit our style of play a little bit more because we want to try to play the ball around quickly and not, you know, really hold on to the ball. Rather, okay, you, as soon as I get the ball, pass the ball away. And that sort of, uh, like, quickness helps with the turf because the turf makes the ball just travel out a little bit quicker and just allows more speed on the game. And uh, one of uh, my coaching friends was like, yeah, like, turf, like, it creates more goals. So, like, it, just because of its more offensive Base, so uh, I think the defenses might might not have a fun time, <laughs> but uh, but I think from an offensive perspective, it'll it'll be big just because, especially I think for us because it helps it will help play to our style because we want to try to play quicker and I think it'll help us
1: do that just a little bit more and play to our strengths more as well. Yeah, and I was going to ask you that, Andrew. Uh, if uh, if your uh, offensive players feel like they're more aerodynamic on the uh, synthetic surface, I think so. I think I think the big issue is just making sure that we time our passes
8: a little bit differently. Because on grass, we have to play it a little bit harder just to push through the grass. But like on turf, if we play that same pace on the on the ball, it's just going to run straight out of bounds. So, <laughs> so I think that that's the big adjusting point is making sure that you know we play that right weight on the ball when we make the passes. But I think the team's excited to be on turf this year, um, even though, yes, we haven't played on it as, as much. But uh, I think they're excited because from a small school's perspective, it's like, okay, it is nice to be playing on, on turf as well. And uh, it, it, whoever makes it out of the tournament also helps them as well because the rest of the tournament is on turf. Uh, so just having that aspect of like, okay, we'll get the turf, Uh, and get a little bit more experience helps as well. All right. Anything else uh, before we uh, let you go, Andrew? So hopefully everyone comes out to support us on uh, Thursday. Uh, Whoever we play, Milan or Switzerland County, it should be a pretty interesting game, um, a pretty good game uh, to see and to watch. So I hope everyone comes out and uh, supports us on uh,
1: Thursday at uh, 7. And we will have a game for you on 103.9 WRBI, also on WRBIRadio.com. Well, uh, Andrew Oleg, uh, Oldenburg Academy girls soccer coach, we appreciate your time uh, this evening. And uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. We'll wrap things up right after this. You're listening to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI and WRBIRadio.com.
2: It's back. Our delicious chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville. The savory pizza with white garlic sauce, seasoned chicken, mozzarella provolone cheese, tomatoes, and fresh basil, all on our fresh in-house made dough. Mmm. Mmm. Come try this or any of Batesville's best pizza at 117 East George Street, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333. Isons Family Pizza's famous chicken bruschetta pizza is bad. Speed of light.
3: Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Gauk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community.
1: And that will conclude this edition of Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Our thanks once again to Batesville football coach Evan Allry, Batesville cross-country coach Lisa Galsman and two of her senior girls' runners, Sophie Myers and Mason Ray Schulte, and Oldenburg Academy girls' soccer coach Andrew Oleg for appearing on tonight's program. As always, a big thank you to our title sponsor, Ison's Family Pizza, and we'd also like to thank the following sponsors as well. Gearings, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Bruns Gutsweller, Margaret Mary Health, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Hurt and Elko, and Decatur County Memorial Hospital. And we thank you for listening to this edition of Coach's Corner. I'm Tom Snape, and for Terrence Arney, you'll be back next Monday. Until then... Have a great week.
0: Listen Monday nights at 6 for Coach's Corner from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville on 103.9 WRBI. Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. We now join the Cincinnati Reds already in progress on your home for the Reds. Country 103.9 WRBI.